Welcome to the Profitable Cleaner Podcast. Join your hosts, James Harper and Angel Sandoval, bringing you the experts, discussions, and knowledge you want. We talk about sales, technology, marketing, operations, strategy, leadership, mindset, health, God, and so much more. Now, are you ready to profit? everybody welcome to the profitable cleaner ironically today i'm live from san diego but two things don't change one we have an amazing guest for you uh two i'm always here with my great co-host mr james harper how you doing brother we're excited man miss kylie moreno on the podcast today i look forward to this one he that's the second time in a row kylie just so you know that he takes away the power of me introducing the guest I'm going to stop introducing him first now, and I'm going to introduce the guest, and then I'm going to hand it there over. That's twice. <laughs> twice in a row. But Kylie Moreno, how are you, ma'am? Uh, you know what? It is Friday, and I'm talking to some of my good friends today. So life is good. Life is good. And who would th- who would that be? Nah, just kidding. No. For, by yeah. friends, she means us, y'all, just in case yeah. you're listening. Yeah. But listen, um, we're super excited to be here. We've we've gotten to know each other very, very well in such little time. I was just when were we yeah. I think we were talking and we realized that we hadn't known each other two years ago. Which sounds crazy to say out loud because I feel like mm-hmm. I've known you for like twenty years. Right? Even though we're not even thirty, but James is, so he's the older one here. But we've been yeah. able to see your we've been able to see your growth um from the moment that we met you. Um, not just from a revenue standpoint, obviously uh, actions or behaviors are ahead of success and then success comes in and we'll talk a little bit about your success um, especially as a young woman entrepreneur family like it's going to be a great time but for those that don't know you Kylie bless them with your presence give us that one minute pitch of who is Kylie why are you in the industry what company are you a part of so they get to know you and listen in sure um, thank you for the introduction uh, my name is Kylie Moreno. I am with Moreno and Associates, my family's business, proud second generation uh, working in the company. Uh, my dad started the business in 1993, so we celebrated proudly uh, 30 years this May, but we've been celebrating all year long and we're not stopping. So um, yeah, I am the director of sales and development here at Moreno and Associates. And yeah. Going strong. What um, what's the slogan for Moreno Queen? By the way, you know, all credit to my sister Kennedy, who's our now director of marketing, uh, which Ooh. she crushes it. Uh, more than clean, Moreno Queen. And so, and sometimes people get confused and think that our company's name is Moreno Clean, and we let it slide because we're like, okay, the the branding and the messaging and the slogan, it's working. Uh, our website's also morenoclean.com. Um, so when she came up with the slogan, uh, we're like, okay, love it. Uh, we're going to run with it. We're putting it on everything, put it on a t-shirt, put it on all the banners, uh, all the social media. And basically what it means is, uh, you know, our services, we're a commercial building maintenance company, uh, but we have a janitorial and, you know, overall facilities department side. And then we have a paint and specialty coating side. Um, and Basically, that more than clean can not only in our services with you know janitorial being you know clean, but also like putting a fresh coat of paint in a room mm. to make it look really clean. And so it goes to both sides, uh, but also in the sense of the more than clean being uh, that we're more than just a you know building maintenance company. Uh, we do like to you know have our charitable causes and. Uh, nonprofits that we're affiliated with. And we even are in the process of starting a 501c3, uh, which mm. is named after uh, my late grandfather, my dad's dad, Armando Moreno, uh, called the Armando Moreno Scholarship Fund. And basically, what it was started to do was provide scholarship opportunities, as little as, you know, 200 bucks or whatever it is, uh, that's grown to, I believe now we're doing uh, we're granting about a thousand dollars to recipients of our employees, so their kids are able to apply uh, whether they need money to go to science camp and they can't afford it, or uh, eighth grade, you know, DC field trip. We can pay for it. 
uh, happy to do so, as well as, uh, you know, the kids that are in high school and in college, they need money for books, if they need money for, you know, just tuition, even to help. Uh, that's, that's the goal. And, and so back to the more than clean, Moreno clean, that's, that's really what we mean. So it's multifaceted. And uh, we're especially excited about this, uh, the opportunity we have to start the, the 501c3 and see it grow and be able to give, you know, eventually, you know, $10,000 a recipient or, you know, something that's truly life changing. Uh, we'd, we'd love to do that because supporting our, our front line, um, you know, either our custodians or our painters, uh, they we're a people business first and foremost. And it, without them, we're not a company. We're, we're nothing. So everything that is Moreno and Associates is to our, you know, front line, our service, you know, employees that are performing, you know, the hard labor and the work. Well, I know we're going to be able to go a lot of ways, and I'm sure James already has questions. For those that are listening, we will be going into like some sales. Um, but before we go into any of that, I think like um, it's always the, the reason I think we always clicked with Moreno Clean since the beginning. I mean, since we met y'all was the intention um, and the good heart. And we don't do a good enough job, and all of us, in just lining ourselves up with good hearted, good intentions. Uh, people, right? We tend to want to do business or network with you know, the wrong way of doing it, which is like, what can you do for me? How can you help me? Is that person big enough? Is this person revenue? Is the revenue is the employee? Are they the ideal client? Sometimes the intention and the good heart. So whenever you do have that um, nonprofit all set up and ready to rock and roll, uh, let us know. We would love to participate. $10,000 is nothing. We should be able to get that very fast. So uh, if we can get in yeah. here and leverage our platform, I think it would be very cool for us. We've never owned a commercial cleaning company. We've never done any of that. We just provide, you know, we're just somehow in the industry, to be honest, this podcast, the event, our services, but I've never owned one. So I've never impacted the life of a front line unless we impact y'all. So if we can get involved, mm-hmm. let us know. But without taking over, James. Kick off the question because I'm sure you already have one. Yeah, I have a big question for you right off the bat before we jump into sales. Uh, I'm going to make a quick comment followed by the question, which will make a little bit more sense. One one thing I've noticed among leadership teams, starting with the owner and it trickles down, is you take on the persona of who you're following. It's just natural leadership science, right? I've always been impressed with your guys' willingness to want to learn. That starts with your father, Ernesto. And then mm-hmm. that totally bleeds into like you and your sister. And then we had the awesome opportunity to come into Moreno and Associates for two days. And we saw that among your team. I think that's awesome. You're in this leadership position, second generation. You grew up in the business. Talk to me about uh, some of... Some of the navigating you've had to do being one, a young female leader in this industry, but a young female leader that grew up in the business that's now leading people that have been in the industry potentially longer than you and knowing that they're also older than you. Just talk to me about that dynamic and what that transition's been like. Sure. Um, So, I mean, going back to what you said that, you know, you emulate the people that that you follow, your leader. And, uh, you know, I've had multiple leaders in my life, but first and foremost, my parents, uh, Ernesto Moreno, our, you know, CEO, our owner uh, and founder, my dad and my mom, Stacy Moreno, who has always been his, you know, chief advisor and sounding board. Uh, they raised me and my three younger siblings and gave us the values and uh, taught us just what it meant to be a good person. And I think that's what it always goes back to. And that's how uh, I operate is, you know, look at the golden rule, treat others the way that you want to be treated. And that's, that's how I live my life. And that's led into now being a leader, um, you know, and a director at Moreno and Associates that, yeah, I am, you know, leading other people and, you know, especially, you know, working with my siblings is, is a true blessing because, um, one, it's taught me a lot of patience, um, and, uh, you know, to be kind, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's special to see, 
those same values and beliefs that my parents taught, you know, me to see that in them and see them act on that and emulate that in their day to day now at the company. Um, but it, to your second point, the, the challenge of, you know, being a, a woman in this industry can, can be tough because it is male dominated. But I will say in the last couple of years, I am seeing, you know, with all the networking events and, and everything that we go to, I see a lot of, of women there uh, more so now and the empowerment uh, in the room when you get a bunch of women, uh, you know, talking about facilities in the industry. It's it's powerful. Um, it's definitely powerful. Um, I have obviously, like you said, I've grown up in this business and I am 27 years old. Uh, so people have, the people that are here have been here for almost 30 years. I mean, our CFO, uh, Stacy Hacker uh, has known me before I was born and some of my siblings. So uh, as well as, you know, our pretty much everyone in our office has been here since, you know, right when we were born or, you know, when we were very little. So the transition of being that kid that was at the Christmas parties or, you know, working in the warehouse, doing inventory uh, to having an actual uh, prominent role at the company and in, in management and leadership uh, has been a, it's been a transition that I think more so on my side that I, I came in thinking, cause I, when I started just like uh, all my siblings, we came in as account managers and you learn the customer service, you learn operations, you, I mean, you learn sales, you're pretty much doing a whole bunch of different things that give you the tools to then eventually, you know, grow into another position. Um, and coming in, you think, okay, are people going to respect me? Are they going to, you know, treat me like an adult and like somebody who is a, you know, a colleague? It's very, it's a very different, um, it's a different thing. It's, uh, it, it's interesting. And so growing up into it and growing into the roles and, you know, you have that day-to-day -day experience. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, operational problems or, you know, Hey, you know, just sold a big account. And it's, it's special because now that they're, they do look to you as, as a leader and, uh, obviously we're part of the, the family of, you know, the Moreno family. So it's, you do have a little bit more um, pressure on you, but uh, it's, it's a good kind of pressure. Um, so it, I'm lucky that the people that are in our office are, you know, key management team. Uh, we really do act like a family, which can be a good thing or a bad thing um, sometimes. But at the end of the day that we, you know, we mesh really well together. And as part of the cycle, uh, we, we run well together. Well, and then I think on, on that, like, it, it's interesting because you had to kind of, you were put in a position of responsibility and power very fast, but you also had to earn your stripes. And I think not a lot of people are down to do that because there's just so much entitlement out there, you know, like, of course, they're not going to come to you for solutions about sales when you hadn't sold mm -hmm. a big contract. Of course, they're mm -hmm. not going to be like, let's listen to Kylie, Kylie's ideas right off the bat when it's like, who is this person? Yeah, she's a daughter, but you got to earn your stripes. And I feel like just for those listening, I know you've had to earn your stripes and I know you've had to really figure out who you are and what where your skill sets lie to really get there. What were some of the biggest like mindset shifts that that you had to take? to really go again not step into leadership but at least earn the respect from the people on an individual basis because i think earning it just because you're the daughter that comes with it there's some respect already but like some respect there you go by the way for those that don't know there's a train that always passes by the moreno clean office it's yeah. hilarious you can be in a meeting and then just like Bam, i know crazy. i'll say okay wait stop the train's coming okay now we can go uh, yeah exactly yeah that, that's the new thing but no mm -hmm. what what were some things you had to do so that you weren't well, almost like, I don't want to call it baby, but so that you earned your Kylie respect, not Moreno family coming in respect. Sure. Um, you know, I never wanted to come in and, and people just think that I was handed something or that I didn't earn it. And, 
that, you know, I didn't, I'm not going to be working hard because I am a Moreno and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to be, you know, the entitled daughter that's here, you know, not really doing much that, that wasn't uh, my MO. And so I came in and I wanted to really prove myself. And I think even today I'm still like, and it's a me thing that I need to prove myself. And, you know, it, it's never given to you. It's, it's always earned and you got to go get it. So, you know, as, as an account manager, when you're coming on, you know, you're, you're cut, you're 20, you're 24 seven. If you have to be, you're going to get a call at, you know, midnight on a Friday, if there's a leak in a building or, you know, sewage backup and we need to go take care of it. And so I wanted to always make sure that if I needed to hop in the car or hop in one of the vans with the guys and meet them to go do the project, which that was always a part of the job is that I would be there. And then you're there the next morning and making sure that the job got done. And so learning from, you know, I had a great, still a mentor to me, but, you know, Paul Lima, our director of operations um, and uh, Salvador Monero, our operations manager, who's, you know, Sal's been with us. I think the year that I was born. So Sal has been with us for, you know, almost 30 years. And uh, Paul's been with us. I mean, 27, 27. Yeah, not 30, 27. Not 30. Hold on. You're just. No, don't call on. me 30 Hold, yet. Like, well, you said yeah. it. So careful. You know, almost 30. Almost 30. Um, and then Paul, who's been with us for God, 17, 15 years. But he's been with my, known my dad for, you know, 30 plus. And so when I come came on board, it, you, I got thrown in the incubator, which is Paul's office. And so I had a desk in there. And. every, everything that I did, it was, you know, if I'm dealing with a client or, you know, just a general issue or request, you know, I turn around, ask Paul, he teach me, I'd go in the car, we'd shadow together. And so I saw how hard, you know, Paul worked, still works, same. He's a super freak of nature, the way that he works just nonstop. Um, And same thing with Salvador that, you know, they were up early, they, you know, got out of the office late. Uh, they were, you know, almost seven days a week if they had to be. And so seeing hard work, hard working, you know, leaders like that, that you want to emulate that you want to, you know, instill that in what you do, because eventually someone's going to be watching you and you don't want to lose that. And uh, so that I, I, That's I, definitely, I, have a, I have a question on that real yeah. quick because I know I'm just I'm learning to just ask it when it's here, so bear mm-hmm. with me. So here's something before we go into the sales. You said that when you have great leaders like that, you can emulate like your dad, like Paul, like Salvador. That that you're like, oh shit, they're working that hard. Like I can work that hard. I want to work that hard. I want to be like them. And there's three parts that we. There's three things here, real quick. One, you always want to have that person that's pulling you up. The person that you look and you're like, I I don't want what they want, but like they have something that that they're showing me. A mentor. Then you got your war buddies, right? The people that you go to war every single day. Your brother, your sister, you know, people that are learning just like you are. And then you got the people that are pulling you up. So you said that you're pulling up. Sorry, people behind you that you're bringing. There's probably women already that are younger looking at you or even women that are older already looking at you and saying, damn, because I know I've gotten texts and they're like, damn, I just connected with Kylie. She's so amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> like I've gotten texts from people that we know that you've supported mm-hmm. and that you've helped. What do you want to emulate? If somebody looks at you, what would you want somebody to say about you? And how are you working on that? Especially because I'm assuming women are the ones that you're inspiring the most. But I don't know. I might be assuming. Great question. What a question. Um, you know, I, I I think sometimes I don't give myself enough credit that, you know, because I'm always thinking, okay, I got to do more. I've got to be better. Uh, there's a better version of me that I'm always, you know, trying to go chase and which I think is, you know, you're always trying to grow. You're never like a, there's no perfect person, but you can always be doing better. Um, but I, I like serving others if I can. And even if I think that I can't be of help, I mean, I've had conversations with, with some people and, you know, like you're saying, some, some women in the industry 
and you know they'll they'll text me and say, "Hey, can you know I've got a couple questions. Can we just talk?" And absolutely, if I've got time, which I'll make the time, let's have a conversation. If there might be something that I'm doing that might really help somebody else, and and vice versa. Um, and you know, it's that's why we always love to you know continue learning. You don't there's I don't know everything, and you know, so there's always something that you know you can learn from somebody else. And and if I have the opportunity to do that for somebody, then I'm more than happy to do that. And and if you had to pass three core values to these people, what would they be? Like, let's say they do emulate you, at least based on your values or beliefs, what would they be? All right, hang with me for the next minute and a half. We got a quick break here in the Profitable Cleaner because we're officially official. So I kind of like to say it. Why? Because I get to take this break and introduce our sponsors. First sponsors is Usource. So go to usource.com. That's U-S-O-U-R-C-E.com. This is a business management platform for facility services companies. No more chaos, unnecessary admin work, or just having to consolidate information. This is about you, you not being the source of information anymore and having a platform that can give you the accessibility, visibility, and control over your operation. So see more, do more, whether you're one employee or 3,000 employees, this is the platform for you. So check out our sponsor, usource.com. Our second sponsor, dayporter.com. They will help you with all your outbound, LinkedIn, email, call, and they're going to do it with a team from Latin America. So make sure that... Th- that you reach out to them, dayporter.com. They can help you hire your next superstar and give you the strategies to go book the walkthroughs that you're looking for. The th- third one is going to be Melgar Consulting. That's alexmelgar.com. If you're hovering around the $5 million range and you're in the facility services industry, want to hit those 20, want to keep bumping your head and really want to scale, he is going to be able to consult and help you have the right foundation, the right structure, and the right strategies, and the right advisory and consulting to get you past those five to 20 million. So go to alexmelgard.com. And last but not least, our fourth sponsor, cleaningprofits.com. That is our annual event for facility services, CEO, executive teams, leadership teams. Bring them out. This is all about transformation. It's all about training. It's all about community. And it's held once a year this year, September 12th to the 14th. So thank you once again to all of our sponsors. And let's continue on to the show. So one of them, like, it sounds like servitude, like, right? Like mm-hmm. when they look at Kylie, they want to they know that you're here to serve others. That's great. I love that. All right. What would be another two? Hey. I try to act in confidence, like with confidence in everything that I do. And and I was funny. I was just talking to my brother about this and uh, and my sister that you know you might not think that you know what like that you have that what you're saying is you know a value or that you're right or whatever it is, but it just in my day to day, like when I'm speaking to other people or I'm leading a room or we're leading a discussion, act with confidence. Because if what you're going into a meeting and you're talking and, you know, you're doing a presentation and it's, you know, you're low key or you're not very excited about it, or, you know, the tone in your voice uh, isn't exciting, then you can't get anyone else in the room to get fired up about what you're talking about or to to follow your lead and into where you're trying to, to guide and lead them. Um, gosh, another, you know, belief or core value that I try to emulate is, I mean, really, really the golden rule. I mean, I always go back to that is, is just treat others the way you want to be treated and, and do the right thing. And that that's also what, I mean, my dad has always acted in you know the sense of well are we doing the right thing well okay then if we are then then let's do it and if we're not then we know we know the answer so um so yeah all right watch i'm gonna do something funny wait, wait, hold on hold on james what do you think are the three things that when you get when you see kylie that you see that's a great question three words great i question. don't want sentences i don't want paragraphs yeah, i would say confidence words. is one i would actually say grittiness is one i think you have some grit to you and then i would say compassion 
That's a what good about one. you? That's a good one. I would I would say servitude. I would actually say family. You you make yeah. me want to ha- be with my family more and be a better like family man. You're definitely a family woman. It's very impressive. And I would agree on the third one. I would actually say like prettiness or like hustle. Like I do like you're hungry for it. So I think those mm-hmm. three would be would be mine. All yeah, right, James, so, go for it, brother. Thanks, right, guys. I want to take over. Sometimes <laughs> we just forget, so you got to no, hear it from hey, others. I I want to actually, we can switch this to a sales talk really fast, but I think it's often overlooked, especially when you have multi-generational people involved in one business, how this gets passed down, transitioned and all that. And I selfishly want to know this because someday I have dreams and this is far out of doing business with my boys. They're six and three right now. How did your dad, how did your father... Maybe your mother, how did your family sell you on the legacy of Moreno and Associates? Because when you guys talk, you talk with a sense of pride, not just you, your sister, your brother, when I met him at the time, wasn't too involved in the business, but still showed up in his Moreno and Associates gear and and had the, that legacy feel and pr- pride about him. Um, how did you buy into the legacy? Because let's be real. There you go. Much better question. I like that question. How did you buy versus how did they sell is different. So I like that. I love it. The thing is, is that my parents, especially my dad, they never had to sell it. It, We grew up in it. We watched it. And, you know, we always knew what dad did and and what the family business was and um, who we served in, in our community. but. I mean, I made my decision very early on that I was going to come to the family business. How early? Didn't know. How early? How early? Hold on. How early? I mean, I think I was really set in high school. Wow. I mean, I knew, I mean, in high school, I, I kind of had things figured out in a sense of, well, one, I knew where I was going to college because I had received an opportunity to play uh, D1 golf at Santa Clara. And so I was set with that. And then I was more involved, uh, you know, especially during the summers at the company. And so seeing that in high school that I was like, okay, I have so many ideas and I can't wait till, you know, eventually when I can come on full time after college that, um, you know, where we can take this company. And my dad had already, you know, taken it, you know, to, you know, great success and, and all that. But, um, I think there was just that excitement, um, of, you know, coming on board and seeing what else we could do and also, uh, what we could do, you know, to show my dad and my mom that, you know, we're going to take this, what you created and know that you created a legacy. Um, and the second generation is, a hundred percent in. Um, well, at the moment I'm in, my sister's in Kennedy and my brother Colby actually just, uh, came on board full time. So he's a hundred percent in. And then Cassidy, my youngest nice. sister is, uh, still in college. She's a junior at uh university of Nevada, Reno. So we'll see what she wants to do. But right now, um, you know, I think it's really special for not only my dad to see that, but the whole family that you know, it's, we're all working together, we can be professional, um, you know, doesn't mean things don't get loud sometimes and, you know, heated. But um, we've, we've definitely learned on how to, how to navigate that in the day to day and how to treat each other like, you know, professionals and, and colleagues in the workplace. I'm going to shift my word from hustle to just commitment. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's, you're committed to the whole big picture for a while. And you can sense that you're very, very, very committed to the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here's a question for you. So hmm, what, maybe I shouldn't ask that, but no, let me, I have to keep careful well, what, what I ask? ask it. Well, I'm just going to ask it. Now that the whole family is involved in Moreno, what do you see the, the, what's the big vision that you personally have for Moreno?
You know, it's funny you ask that because we're about to get into a room and discuss that and discuss the vision and, you know, that. Or we can rephrase it to your vision. What, is, what, yeah. is, what do you see yourself as Kylie within Moreno? Or what are some projects or maybe like, again, the nonprofit? Like what, what are some visions yeah, that you I have mean, on that? To, to start, you know, going back to the 501c3, the Armando Moreno Scholarship Fund, uh, I want to grow the hell out of that one and and really do you know something big with it and um make an impact um second you know our our janitorial and uh you know facilities maintenance department um I, we're we're having a great year of growth um but i i want to grow quicker i want to you know grow, grow faster and with that you know attitude could, it's twofold like it could be a good thing could be a bad thing if you grow too fast and you don't have the resources to handle it and so with with that we you know recently brought on a new supervisor and uh you know we're looking at you know we brought on my brother as a new account manager customer service representative um so eventually i want to have multiple salespeople underneath me i'm the director of sales and development but um it's right now it is me doing all of the like trying to go out and go get recurring janitorial contracts um but you know six seven months ago we brought on stephanie and uh thanks to you guys and your team and she's you know my sales arm she's you know prospecting for me she's you know google hunting and you know using our you know sales platform to go look and and find opportunities to set up for me to go on walkthroughs and I've never had that before. I've never had assistance. So eventually I want, you know, five, six salespeople because that will grow the business for sure. Um, and then we've got a paying codings department and that one has been, you know, struggling to, to take off and to grow. We've had, you know, it, it does, you know, a little under a million a year. Um, you know, it, it, it it's, it's just been a little harder for us to really grow that team. Um, we've got about three painters uh, compared to, you know, 200 plus custodians. Um, so that's, that just shows the, the, the difference in size of the two, the two departments. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it, when you're looking at and talking about, you know, what your vision is, it for me i've always i've struggled with trying to like just narrow it down and and not be so you know outrageous you know but at the same time you're like it was it uh the bhag big hairy audacious goal that you know shoot for the stars and you know nice you, never you, read, know. you 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 read the book it sounds like so yeah i've yeah i've, I've trying to finish it book. Uh, <laughs> all right let's switch this up let's talk sales because i love talking sales yeah i've always appreciated the fact that you love to talk sales you had s- said a comment right before we hit record hey year to date i've doubled what i did last year um obviously you have goals for bigger sales of course tell us what's gone into the success so far this year what's been what's been different what's been working give people listening the sauce right now Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of, you know, the success of, I don't want to say me, I say the team, because it really is, it's a team effort. Um, But two months ago, I I looked at what I had done so far and bringing on new added, you know, recurring, uh, you know, business. And I'm like, oh my God, I've doubled what I did all of 2022. And so that fired me up. And I'm like, okay, so now I want to like, like your foot's really on the gas and you want to just keep going. You're like, okay, like you don't stop. You're not like, a, okay, well, I, you know, superseded my goals, you know, what I did last year, but that doesn't mean I need to slow down and say, okay, that's enough because to me it's, it's never enough. And I want to just keep going and run through the end of this year and see what we can do. Real um, quick, real quick. Cause that's yeah. going to be a good lesson right here. Does that mean that your yeah. sales goals for 23 were too small? Mm. Or your confidence in yourself was too little. I, I think it was my confidence. 
because I had such a poor year last year that I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. Like, I'm going to try and, you know, do what I can. But, you know, I was trying to look and see like, where are my weaknesses or where, where am I, why are we losing bids? Why, you know, or why do I not have as many opportunities? And, um, and I've, I mean, I've learned a lot from, from the two of you. Um, and, you know, especially like the different guests that you guys have on your podcast share tons of value. Um, but it, it's interesting already, like looking towards 2024 and saying, okay, like goals for next year already, like what's up? Like, you know what you can do, like, you know, <laughs> keep going. I think. So there's like three parts, right? Getting the mm -hmm. opportunities, bidding correctly, having mm -hmm. the right team that can fulfill, and then you building those relationships. You guys have had a lot of movement, right? And I think in the beginning, you just have to do a lot. It's like what we call a uh, hustle, right? Mm -hmm. Like when me and James started our business, when everybody starts a business, you're just, it's kind of like, quote unquote, luck but because of how much movement you're creating, which is what you've been doing. Then you almost like upgrade to a more strategic approach to a more, I'm not going to do what doesn't work. I'm going to only mm -hmm. focus on what does. And now it's not luck. Now it's a little bit more predicted. You're like, I know I can win X amount of bids. And then after a while, you master it so well that you never worry about revenue. You just worry about hitting those monsters, uh, those monsters. What the fuck did I say? The, those metrics, hey, those, metrics those are monster monsters, metrics. I guess. I don't know, bro. Listen, over here. Yeah, um, there you go. These guns. Um, so, Kylie, question to you. Where do you think Moreno is right now in the sales department and with you? Are you in the, we're just doing a lot of noise, so therefore we're getting lucky with some? Or are we, can you confidently say that you can repeat the success that you had this year going into next year? Well, you know, when I look over the last year of, you know, what's been different, because looking historically 30 years, we've grown, you know, mostly organically. And, you know, when my dad started the business, you know, it, he, his hand, first handful of clients were his friends because, you know, in the Silicon Valley, uh, you know, people got businesses and they've got offices and they were looking for, you know, janitorial. And they said, oh, we know Ernesto does it. So let's call Moreno and Associates. So then from there, just word of mouth and referral. And then we kept growing and, you know, there were obviously we had salespeople that were, you know, going out and trying to go get business too, but mainly it was a lot of word of mouth, um, which is a great thing. And so in the last year, um, you know, when I look at what I'm doing for development and, you know, even, you know, on the marketing side with Kennedy, um, we are a part of our, a lot of local, uh, organizations. So we're a part of San Jose chamber of commerce. We're a part of IFMA Silicon Valley, which is International Facilities Management Association, uh, BOMA, Building Owners and Management Association. Uh, we're part of the Silicon Valley chapter. Um, and we're even looking into joining uh, a organization called CREW, which is uh, Commercial Real Estate and Women. And so through those organizations, uh, we've had, we, we make sure that our presence is known and it's there. And uh, I mean, Kennedy and I are known as the sisters. And if I am there and I'm not with Kennedy or vice versa, yes. they are, they're always asking, where's your sister? Where's Kylie? Where's Kennedy? And so it's been a really cool thing to, to see that. And that, you know, I've always told people that people want to work with who they know, like, and trust. And it's very, very true. So if you're not doing any kind of networking or going to any kind of events, you, you need to be doing that a, a thousand percent because you have conversations, you're talking, and then all of a sudden, you know, you go into a, just, just have a conversation. You don't need to go in like you're trying to pitch or sell, you know, at a, you know, barbecue, but, um, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen it in the last six months, we've had a handful of contracts actually come from um, those organizations. So just creating relationships and building on those, not with, you know, the intention of, oh, I want to sell them business, but it might happen. Just go in there, you know, trying to meet somebody new, learn about what, what they do and also learning about them as a person and taking the time to, to get to know them and just have a conversation goes a long I way. Think that, 
Yo, real quick, did, how did the? Uh, I, go for it, I, go for it. You actually oh. answered my question. I was going to ask you guys how events and networking has led into opportunities because you guys are always out there. I was just going to say for mm -hmm. anyone listening, this is a huge. Or Moreno and Associates is a great example of how marketing and brand can match up with your sales. Like when you guys show up to events, I see it on Instagram like every week. I feel like. You guys are branded. Look at your shirt right now. You have the the big M on your chest, right? right yeah. You guys, you go to your pages. Okay. It's all branded up. You guys have a you guys have a statement about yourself, and uh, I think that I think that bodes well. Like you guys are known as the sisters, so I think a lot of cleaning companies just don't play that long game in terms of the networking and relationships that can breed opportunities. So I like I remember like a story. Um, so real quick, do you remember when we went to go visit you guys? It was in February. March, right? Was it March this year? February. February, dude. I I'm so lost. It was barely eight months ago. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Did that guy that you saw? I'm not gonna say names. I'm not gonna say anything. But do you remember when we went to the game, uh, and you approached a random person? Um, did that end up closing? It was not random, but did that? Do you remember oh. if that closed? Yes, I know exactly. Uh, did no, it not close? It's okay if it doesn't. Super, super ghosted me. And I, I got to a certain point where I'm like, you know, I'm not desperate for your business. And I just yeah. had to say, let me move on and my energy will be elsewhere. And that's something, I mean, ghosting is a whole other topic. But I mean, I, it was funny in that, I mean, at the game seeing him and I'm like, he's been ducking all my calls, <laughs> all of them. And he's standing right there and you're like, go talk to him. So I got yeah, downstairs and I, I said, Hey, remember me? And the look in his face was like, Oh shit. And so it, it didn't work out and it's fine. Well, that's a good lesson though. Like I always tell people the, mm -hmm. the only reason, the only reason that you should be married to a deal is because your pipeline is low. Yeah. When you don't yeah. have, when you have enough pipeline, you don't even have enough energy or enough. So you have to be so intentional. And I think even, uh, Charlie from Ranch Proud said, he, I always have so much in my pipeline that when I join my prospects, it's like, yo, let's figure this out. Let's do business. If we're not going to do business, let's go ahead and part ways and reconsider this later. But it was a cool story because seven months ago, eight months ago, just for those listening, there was no full-blown marketing department. You guys weren't involved in local organizations as much as you wanted to, at least. I know it was like a like a want we, and i remember we, it that we were event. paying for it and not showing up to anything and you're that's right even you're yeah. right and i remember being there and you're like oh that guy and then me and james are like well go talk to him and then i think next to us was a booth with the local organization and we're like you guys should just get in there and see what happens and you guys just went in there and yes. saw what happens and it's kind of cool from to see the other side like the side where eight months ago you guys were like ah, i don't know man i don't know maybe we don't get enough value and then eight months later you're known as the sisters. You guys are crushing it. You guys are participating. You guys are giving back. Here comes a nonprofit. You doubled your sales. You like it's very cool, very rewarding um, to see how fast that change happened. Not because of us, because of y'all and y'all taking the action. And it's very, very cool. So it was cool. I don't know. I was just thinking back. I was like, you were yeah. nervous to approach people back then. Now you're just like, Oh, that's a little crack right there. I'm gonna go straight Actually, through. I got this. Like you're, it's very, you're right about very that, man. Cool. Because I remember Kylie, you were so funny. I was like, "How'd you guys get to where you're at before you guys were involved?" You're like, "Well, my dad's pretty much the mayor of San Jose because mm -hmm. he knows everyone, right?" Well, still true. that's still, still true. true. Yeah. But now you guys, we won't call yeah. you guys the mayor. We'll we'll leave Big Earn to be the mayor. Yeah. But now you guys are developing that presence. Over, yeah. You know, organically, you guys grew for 30 years because of the connections your father has had within the community. Second generation. It's like, yo, that shit still works. And we're not too good for it. Yeah. No. Very true. Very true. Because we're... Well, Last year, we were part of IFMA, and we were gold sponsors, and it, which wasn't cheap. And so we didn't go to anything. We went to maybe the golf tournament and one other event. And then at the beginning of this year, Kennedy and I sat down and we said, listen, if we're a part of all these organizations, even though we don't want to go to, you know, every chapter meeting or, you know, every little event, we just need to go and we need to show up. And if we need to put, you know, money down and sponsor something or 
you know, be, you know, the event sponsor for this so that we have the opportunity to get up in front of a room of, you know, 40, 50 people and speak about the company and so that people know who we are. That's what we're going to do. And that was, I mean, our turning point we saw, especially with, you know, uh, one of the organizations, we sponsored one of the chapter meetings and we got five minutes to get up and speak. And, you know, it was still scary to get up there and go, you know, introduce yourself and all that. But after that, people knew who we were. And so going to those events, now you've got friends and you've made relationships. And so now I actually enjoy going to those events and because I'm going to go see people that I know and it's going to be a good time. And at the end of the day, if, you know, if, if some business comes from that, then so be it. Fine by me. I don't know why I'm going to share this, but you know how we have this little yes. sticker, which yeah, somehow yeah. is caught more fire, more, more fire and more attention than we thought personally, to be honest. Um, you guys should totally do something like this. Not with our stickers, just we're on the same page. The but sisters. I can see the sisters branding being, uh, yeah, like the sisters would be cool to maybe like when you guys compete, you guys start putting shirts that say Moreno clean, but in the back, like the sisters, sister one, oh, sister two, be... or, you know, oh, things yeah. like that daughter. would be I'm just kidding. hilarious. I think, and and yeah. I think, um, no, yeah, yeah, no, not, let's not involve, no, we stop involving be, Ernesto. We already no know more, it's No more Ernesto. This is the sisters now. They, yeah. He's got his people. And he's done his part. We should just start building the sisters. And I think it would be very cool, like, um, if you guys were to do, like, get in the women entrepreneur events, women in business, and, like, double down on the sisters from Moreno Clean. That would be very, very awesome. And then when your third sister or second sister decides, if she decides, send her this podcast, just this part. If she decides to join the Moreno Clean, it's like, boom, now we got a third addition to the sisters. Like, I could totally see this being a thing, especially in somewhere like San Jose in California, where people, like right now I'm in San Diego, and here people attach themselves to a brand very intensely and a, a specific lifestyle. Um, I don't think you see that in other areas, not as much. San Diego, mm-hmm. oh, San Diego, California in general loves the idea of attaching themselves to something they emulate, something that for them is ideal. So I think it would be very cool if, like, you guys create the sisters. Anyways, I'm thinking now I can totally see a woman group yeah. called the sisters. You know, the brunch yeah. with the sisters and you just bring a bunch of entrepreneurs. Everybody has a great brunch. And anyways, I'm just spitting ideas now. But I think that w- there's something there that will be worth exploring for y'all. Absolutely. TM, in case anyone's listening and tries to steal it. Yeah. I will yeah. hunt you down. This is for Moreno Clean. So Yeah. Well, I know we're reaching the top of the podcast here. James, do you have any questions before we go into our question roulette? I just want to thank you, Kylie. I'm so excited I just think for you're that. awesome. Know, right? We're huge su- supporters and champions of not only you, but everyone at Moreno. So always, always fun talking shop with you. I told my wife this morning, I'm like, I got to speak with Kylie Moreno today. She's like, oh, that's cool. So yeah, thank you, Kylie. Yeah, I mean, I, I even set up shop in San Diego just to be here because I wasn't supposed to be in any of the podcasts. But I was like, there's no way I'm going to miss this. Um, I do have something. Um, so I know James is going to pull up that question roulette. I'm not going to really ask a question. I'm just going to more of make a statement while he pulls this up. Uh, you know, there's something cool about being in a podcast that everything we say is recorded because then you can't run away from it. So mm-hmm. the good news is, just know that you publishing this and talking about this whole like, you know, what you've done in eight months. Now there's a little bit of more responsibility on your shoulders. So I really hope that if you're a woman listening to this or even a man listening to this, like send her a message. If she inspired you, if maybe you want to set something up so you can hold her accountable, message her, email her, connect with her on LinkedIn. We'll put her LinkedIn here on the bottom. Like it's super important that we have that accountability group and accountability, like we say, right, James, is is holding somebody up to their ability, account to their ability. It's not about did you wake up early? It's holding you to your standard. So I'm super excited. We should do this exactly a year from now. Andrea, if you're listening to this, please go ahead and send an invite for October 20th, 2024 at the same time to the three of us. And let's redo this podcast in a year. Literally, I know you're listening to me. So right. put that. All right, James, <laughs> let's do this question, brother. Well, hold on, Kylie. Anything you want to say before we go into the last question? Oh, to me? the audience, yeah. Well, you know, I'm very blessed to to be here, and you guys thought I was so special to have on the podcast because 
you know, I, like you were saying, we haven't even known each other for, for two years. Um, and it, our, our families gravitated towards you two and what you guys do. And uh, it's very special to see just one, how much you guys have made an impact in our industry already. And, you know, at first people are like, who are these two guys? Like it, they don't have a cleaning company. They're just coming in. What, what do they know? But it it's, you guys have more than proven yourselves. And Kylie, as you know, we do question relay on the show. Ask one question from the random box. Never ask it again. This is a hard question, but it's kind of fun. Share the craziest thing that's ever happened to you. It's a hard question. Damn. The craziest yeah. thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. Um, okay. Th this is the one that first thing that comes to mind. So I don't know if this is like, this is crazy or just it, it really made me think that the universe is just very weird. And so I was at, um, I was at dinner at uh, San Jose country club. And, you know, one of the bartenders who, you know, you know, I'm close with, she, she offered me the, a, a glass of wine that, you know, a new bottle that came in and, and I said, sure, I'll try it. So I had a glass and then had, you know, three, four more glasses. I really liked it. And, um, so that was that. And I, I enjoyed the bottle and I, I made a note of it in my phone cause I was going to go get a couple and, uh, not to have later that night, but you know, in the future. And, um, I come into work the next day and there is a bottle of wine on my desk. And I stopped in the doorway of my office and I'm like, what the hell? So I go to my, go to my desk and I, and I'm, I pick up the bottle and there's a note next to it. And it is the same exact bottle of wine I was drinking the night before on my desk. And so I look at the note. And the note card was from uh, a company that's trying to win our business, uh, you know, some platform. And I was like, how weird is it that he brings the exact bottle of wine that I was drinking the night before? And, and I'm like, this guy just got <laughs> a lot closer to winning my business. But like, I had to email him and tell him that like, it was the craziest thing that he brought the exact bottle of wine I was drinking the night before. And he brought it as a gift. So that that's nice. the craziest sales thing tips and gifts to prospect to <laughs> yes well yes. send the right yeah. gifts send the right gifts send the right gift send you the send right the wrong gift, gift you're, well, out. Kylie, you're, you're out of the wrong yeah. thank you again definitely. so so much definitely thank you so much and thank we'll you see, both we'll see y'all in the next profitable cleaner podcast